Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. This is episode 22. I, of course, am your host, Matt. With me, as always, my co-host, my good buddy, Eric. Eric, how's this week treating you, man? Not very good, Matt. Once again. Oh, gee, I can tell. Oh, <laughs> Why do you sound horrible? Once again, Matt, I'm forced to be sick because my children, the monkeys, the plague bearers, keep bringing home all of these wonderful plagues for me. Awesome. Yes. So, you know, the last three days has been pretty uh, hectic. I got sick. I got the wife sick. And then that first day, as you well know, <laughs> I was having fever dreams. I was having hallucinations. I was throwing up. It was like it was like the exorcist <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> and then it broke in the middle of the night. And then I was wide awake staring at the ceiling. And then these next few days up to now... I have a completely plugged nose, so my normally nasally voice, as we all know, is even more <laughs> nasally. How Hooray! nasally can it get? Apparently even worse. <laughs> Don't make it worse. We'll lose subscribers, too. Yeah, that's it's true. Hey, I'm trying, man. I'd, I think they'd rather <laughs> us have an episode and have some fun than nothing at all. That's true. That's true. Beyond that, uh, the usual. You know, We've been going out looking at uh, Christmas lights and kids mm. there loving it, getting them hot cocos. All the good stuff you do around Christmas time. I got my daughter yes. going, Daddy, it's Christmas tomorrow. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Every five seconds. Those of you with kids, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about. So it's been a pretty leisurely week. I've gotten some video game time in. We did an epic, epic Friday of some Battleborn. Yes, and we did. And then uh, moved over to Borderlands. And then we had our one of our old buddies and listeners here. No, I mean, what you, what you mean to say is we found a whole bunch of legendaries on the ground. Yeah, like, yeah, no, like yeah. Like a crap ton of legendaries. We just found them. We yeah, found we them were, on the ground, dude. We were doing uh, Tiny Tina's little mission there, and all of a sudden it was just like hundreds of legendaries just spewing just, from just the earth. rained down. Yeah. It was some kind of weird glitch or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Couldn't have been nobody coming in and being like a an angel-like figure or anything like that. Strange. <laughs> Too many beers. I can't remember. I don't. I just, I just remember oranges just raining from the sky. That's all I remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was fun. We did a lot of great matches. Won every last one of them. That and then true. we were like, "Let's go do heliophage on hardcore." Boom! Smashed it. Oh, yep. good times. Got the trophy and everything. Mm-hmm. Sure did. So pretty good week. Even though I've been sick and miserable, I suppose. What about you? Uh, it's been a super fun week at work. All the machines that I was working on have been ripped out over the past two weeks. So all this week was, oh, le- gee, let me uh, let me stand around and look at the vendors while they hook up. They cobble together this Frankenstein monster of like three different companies' machines to try and get them to work. So it's been, you know, eight hours of stand around and stare at people. And, oh, I have a job to run on this other one. Boop, boop. Oh, it's done. Uh, what should I do now? Should I stare at that guy or should I stare at this other guy? I'm going to stare at this other guy. I'd stare at the other guy too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then look over at your other uh, workmates there and watch them stare at the other guy. And then you stare yeah. at them staring at the other guy. And, and then we walk together and we stand around and we go, oh, man, uh, we sure are staring at these guys. Yep. Okay, well, hey, boss, let's stare at you for a minute. Awesome. And then he says, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He usually says, oh, go mop up that floor over there or something. <laughs> Chicago. 
If I said uh, you better, I'd be triplets. <laughs> I wish he was still our boss. Oh, that that would be amazing. Oh. Uh, other than that, though, just uh, normal video game week. Been uh, getting in some Titanfall 2 with Player X. Getting better at that game. Really, really enjoying that. And then, like you said, our Magical Friday. Unstoppable in PvP on Battleborn. And, yes, we had our jokes, but thank you to uh, Sean Haggerty, our buddy 10K Beers on Twitter, who came and just rained legendaries down on us. I mean, although now I can't pick up any other guns because my bank is full and my inventory is full of just amazing legendaries. Like. I can literally do nothing else. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, I was, at first I was like, oh, I'm kind of sad about this because, you know, now I, I don't, I'm never going to get anything else. And then I laughed and mm. I said, Eric, you were never going to get anything else in the first place. <laughs> That's true. What are you crying about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of having a backpack full of legendaries, it would have been like whites and greens, maybe a blue, a purple if you opened up a golden key chest. I, no, I got to hoard those keys, man. I got to keep all. 700 of them and i'm down to zero so so we're like we're like laurel and hardy here like you got all the keys i got no keys i get all the loot you get no loot it's wonderful it's it's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. it's perfect (laughs) Uh, so in addition to all that fun this week we of course did our talented tuesday art competition oh you look like you got something to say i was just gonna say you know we got a little competition going around here some of you might probably don't know about that uh we got people trying to beat everybody to the punch these days. <laughs> so old Matt here, you know, the day after we announce over here is trying to mm-hmm. bust out his drawing, and that way nobody can snatch it up, and then leaving others <laughs> high and dry with no ideas, and so they got to <laughs> finagle their way through it. And I'll say, I came up with a pretty good idea. However, mm-hmm. as Illidan would say, I was not prepared. I was at the wrong building without my wonderful coloring utensils, so mm-hmm. I had to settle for a pen, and that made it tough as nails. Well, see, I gave you the I gave you the pro tip from the pro mat of shading his hair and beard and his in his in his uh his little skirt thing with a pencil to differentiate the colors a little bit. So yeah. hey, an art pro tip from the pro mat. Look at oh that. Oh my god, that's why I shouldn't yes. listen to anything. Yes, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, as yeah. always, Danny's was probably the coolest. Mm. And yeah, you know, I'd say that because I mean, she just can draw absolutely awesome. And so you're like, mm. oh well, that's really good. No, that's something. That's something Gearbox could actually put up on its site. And you're like, hey, look at this cool fan art. Yeah, true. true. And then ours are like the you know the silly step cousins. Yeah, but we always bring the like the '80s cartoon nostalgia, which I definitely did this week, or oh, just yeah. like the. You know your spy versus spy. You know classic, classic references. Mm-hmm. We 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 bring a lot of that, even if we can't draw it very well. True, true. So as always, I think all three were pretty darn cool. The mm. concept of mine, I really enjoyed. I wish I would have had my you know my color and pencils. I'd have yeah. made it a little more snazzy, but I liked where mm. I was going with it, and I enjoyed yours, of course, because you stole my idea. And uh, <laughs> that's okay though. That's all right. It's <laughs> fine, whatever. so yeah if you guys don't know what we're talking about we did boulder this week you can check out the preview versions on our twitter account hit up the instagram for the full versions next week's 
subject is going to be whiskey foxtrot. I got mine done on Tuesday as soon as Eric announced the announced the uh, the theme. And you know what? I I know what the theme is going to be for next week because it's my pick, and I got the picture ready. In fact, it was done months and months and months ago. So you can't beat that. This is just get it's getting out of hand. This is too much. Now, see, I will say, I will say, this is a a different type of talented Tuesday. This is not this is not something I drew and kept in my back pocket. This is something that I did many moons ago. You'll see, you'll All see. Right. You probably already know what I'm talking about, but you'll see. Well, I'm gonna pull some time cop out if you know you keep this crap up. I'm gonna come get you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but see, you'll you have to get me at work, and it'll be that one day you're at Candyland. Two bodies can't be in the same place at the same time. I'll push you in. You'll turn into that like bubbly mush, and then explode all over. Well, as long as I'm all over you. Ooh, that was weird. Oh. That was <laughs> G Player X. I thought I was I know, doing this right? podcast with Eric. Dang it! Ah, oh. <laughs> he took over my body for a minute. Oh, he'd appreciate oh, that too. Jeez, oh that's geez. you got to stop. Never you mind. Guys. All right, solo podcast time. Goodbye, yeah. Erica. Anyway, <laughs> let me get back on track here. All right, back on track. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've got so a few. As awesome, always, hey, I was gonna say, excuse okay. you, Matt, Whoa. that I too have a few awesome ideas coming up here for old Whiskey Foxtrot. And then okay. in the banks, just so you know, I don't already have it drawn, but when we get to a particular character, I've got a spicy, spicy idea. So okay. everybody out there, you keep your eyes peeled because there's going to be some awesome artwork in the future. I'm looking forward to it. Now, how about uh, this week in Gearbox, Eric? What do we got going on? Well, first up, I saw a Pendulette uh, thing going on. It was something about, it looks like it's a paid movie that you can buy and it was supposed to be out as we're recording today 12 15 2016 it's like a little series i think because you can buy season one for like 12 bucks or like two bucks an episode okay so i think it's like a like a mini mini series kind of deal so a whole series worth and basically what he's doing it's called unlocked and it's basically talking with different stars different people in the video game business about how they got where they are, what the video game industry was and is today. Mm. So it looks pretty cool. Um, I think the name's a little goofy, as we discussed mm. a little bit. But I think where they're going with it and what they're trying to put behind it is pretty cool. Like I said, it'll be like a little bit of a series. So it looks like maybe like Pendulette does one episode where he talks with, you know, like you said, game developers, how they got here, how they did that. From what it seemed like on the website, each episode is like a different famous person going around and talking to different people or immersing themselves in some different part of video game culture. Like I know Sean Astin is one of the hosts. Alison Hazlip is another one. Zelda Williams. Yep, Zelda Williams. I just It just flashed in my brain what it was she was going to be talking about. I totally, I totally blanked on it though. Oh, oh, hers was like going to children's hospitals where they, you know, do therapy and, uh, you know, just kind of morale boosting with video games and trying to, you know, talking more about that kind of thing. Yeah, that was particularly cool how she mentioned that. A lot of hospitals are using video games to help kids, children get through the pain because it takes their mind Mm -hmm. off of it and allows them to just, you know, immerse themselves in other worlds, other places and have fun. Oh, yeah. Which is basically what it's all about in the first place. And the reason we bring this up, and it's related to Gearbox, was that Randy Pitchford himself 
is actually one of the individuals that's interviewed. And in an entire segment, he hosts all sorts of uh, content creators, uh, Cliff Bozinski among them, at his home, where they are uh, pens doing interviews with everybody about, you know, how they met their wives, uh, how they got in the video game business, all sorts of just fun questions that you may or may not have about your favorite content creators. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. So like we said, it's called the series is called Unlocked, The World of Video Games Revealed. Apparently you can check that out on Amazon, iTunes, Steam, Google Play, kind of all the, you know, the digital distribution services. So if it sounds interesting to you guys, go ahead and check it out, you know? That's right. Check it out. I don't think there's any shift codes this week, nothing like that, right? Nothing I saw. We got uh-huh. we got overdose of shift codes last week, so Yeah. They didn't announce Borderlands three. They didn't say that was coming out next week or anything, right? No, I didn't get I didn't get a you know a surprise announcement. Uh, Tales of the Borderlands two episodes one through seven you know just dropped in my inbox. No, mm-hmm. nothing, 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 nothing like that. Well, that's gonna come though someday. Yeah. A man can dream. A man can dream. A man has ears. A man has eyes. A man has hands. A man returns. A hey, man returns. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> uh, so beyond that, you know, we're moving on to the battle plan. Mm-hmm. And the battle plan this week was, well, it was small. And the reason it was small is because, as I'm sure everyone has guessed by now, uh, the holidays are hitting. That's a big thing. And secondly, and most importantly, they're really just pumping away at this winter update. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're putting all their resources and all their cookies into what's to come here in the near future. And unfortunately, near future... It's probably January, if I took an educated guess. But we, we more specifically, Matt, has some hopes and dreams of something else, eh? Just like I said, a man can dream. Like we said, further in the thread discussing the battle plan, somebody confirmed from some other different thread that the winter update is in certification right now. So, you know, basically whenever that gets done on that, you know, that end, whether it's Sony, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's, you know, whatever then it could possibly come out at any point after that. It would be nice to dream, you know. They could they could drop it on a Thursday, you know, next Thursday. There's still one more before winter break. You never know. I mean, I don't have high hopes, but I have I have very, very short, little tiny man hopes. Mm-hmm. Well, as was said, their hopes and dreams, they said, would be they'd love to get it to us before the holidays. However, mm-hmm. with it being the holidays... And any other mishaps that could come along, their expectations yeah. are that it'll probably be January sometime. And I think that's definitely a bummer, just because, like we said over lunch, like anyone else I'm sure can think of, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, or, you know, there's at least a chance of a lot of people getting Battleborn for Christmas. So if you could drop this update, get all these cool new modes, get it looking slick, get it looking sharp, get it looking as polished as it could possibly be. You know, it'd just be even better for when they boot up that game, like, oh, wow, look how slick this is. Look at all these things I never knew Battleborn had. I'm going to stick around and I'm going to play. You know, just boost up the community. Even if they don't stick around forever, there's at least that, you know, two, three, four-week gap where everybody's just in there hooked, digging their hands into it, mm-hmm. having fun. That would have been great. And, of course, holiday time, naturally the old kitties. I have two weeks off from school, so, yeah. man, that's just a great time to punch in a Battleborn and be rocking it out. All the kiddies or all the adulties who get to take two weeks off. and Yeah, like you know, just... school teachers and video game programmers and stuff. <laughs> not, us, not us normal folk. But... Uh, we, we get a day off if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
It's a hard knock life. Hey, I dug, I dug this 10-foot hole, and I will stand in it. <laughs> it's true. It is my fault for rolling down the hill and into the ditch. So I guess I can't really complain. So from the top of the battle plan, boys and girls. So yeah, no hot fixes this week because everyone's busy, like we said. This battle plan was basically all community spotlight. Starting it off, we had... A picture from Sergeant Fox on DeviantArt. little holiday picture for everybody. Up next, there were two ornaments that I thought were actually really cool from Isis Bella. Isis Bella, I'm not sure you know what, what the user's name is, but an Arendi and a Claptrap ornament this, that this person made. I thought they were pretty cool. Oh, I was digging that Arendi one. I mean, I love Claptrap too, don't get me wrong. But I was going to say, I was digging the Claptrap one. I was really, I was like, oh, I would love to have that Arendi uh, ornament, mm. but... I'm not skilled enough to make such things. Seeing that kind of stuff really makes me wish I was a crafty person in any way, shape, or form. Because it looks, I mean, when it's done, oh, it looks pretty simple. I mean, I'm sure it's not, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, oh, I could I could throw something together like that. No, I couldn't. I would get frustrated, rip up all the fabric, and then I would throw it in the trash can. Yes, you would. I might be able to, you know, see if my wife would like to make me one, though. Maybe. There you go. She might. See, you've at least got an out. Oh, I can't do anything either, but you know, I, I could make Amanda do it. That's hey, right. Hey, man, I'll watch these kids if you make me a claptrap. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cherish and love it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob would break it when you take it to work. <laughs> Precisely, actually. <laughs> Rest in peace, Happy. Rest in oh. peace, my friend. Pouring out for the homies. Yeah, that's right. Goodness gracious. So yeah, they did a little bit of that, and then they moved on to uh, the lore, which surprisingly was awesome and long. Uh, you, oh yeah, very long. Yeah, you definitely had to take a minute out of your day there and uh, go through it. But it had interaction from all sorts of characters talking about how they mm-hmm. all celebrate the coming holidays and and joking around. And I particularly liked the part with Oscar Mike, as I've said. Where it was, oh, yeah, this is, and then Nova's like five minutes negligible conversation. I was just like, oh, poor Oscar Mike. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I did love the UPR, uh, was it Bright Universe Festival? Festival? The BUF Festival? Oh, yes. And then Fireworks. you celebrate with the three Fs. And, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the the ball breaking on the generate. Oh, I bet. What what do you do? You have like a big a big blood sport, a big gladiator battle. I bet it's got triangles in it, right? Triangles. Yeah, that was the best line. He's like, oh oh oh, triangles, triangles. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> yes. I think overall, though, and this is a spoiler for all of you out there if you haven't already read it, but mm. uh, Phoebe's was awesome. So the LLC, yeah. we have a mandatory holiday, the day of, and. <laughs> Yeah, and then the day before, you can wear silver lining instead of a gold lining on, on your uniform. And I went, hey, that's where I work. What I was just going to say, that's literally <laughs> like our job. Hey, you guys might get a jeans day and then one day off. But hey, if it snows 10 feet, you're, <laughs> your safety is really important to us. But the office is open, so, you know. You should be there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So I was like, man, I must work for Phoebe. I'm going to have to go when we get to work mm-hmm. tomorrow. I'm going to have to go check the roster and see if Phoebe's up top as a CEO or something. Cause check the org chart. I got confused for a second. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, it is a big corporation. That's that's basically what they do, you know. Mm-hmm. So moving on before we get ourselves fired. 
<laughs> Nobody from the company listens to this. Yeah, well, you know, chances, yeah, he, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, yeah, other than that, it was just the coming up section in which they said that after the next battle plan, in which they said they'd talk a little bit more about details in the winter update, said after next week, they're going to be off for two whole weeks. So after the break, the next battle plan will be on January 12th. So, again, two weeks off must be nice, but we'll still have content for you guys because we're freaking amazing. That's right. And so is Gearbox. Stop being a hater, Matt, just because they get some time off. Come on now. Well, I don't. Ha- I don't hate the company. I just am envious. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't hate. It's envy. Envy. Okay, that's better. one of the deadly sins. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. Yeah. And a quick shout out to the guys and gals over there at Gearbox. As you're listening to this, they will be having their holiday party, and you know mm-hmm. it's well deserved. You guys have worked really hard on this game, and I'm glad that you guys keep to it and are keeping yes. on, keeping on. As old Joe Dirt would say, because I love it, I love the game, love you guys, and I want to see it succeed. And I know we touched on it a little bit last episode, but I just want to reiterate that all the kind of changes that are coming in this next update are all, you know, it really shows how much they love the game, how much they, you know, are really listening to what everyone is saying about the game and what people want. You know, putting in all the good time and the good effort to make it the best that it can be. So they really should be you know, celebrated for that and praised for that. And again, I'm not just saying that because I'm doing a podcast. It's a lot of work, and it shows. And they're putting in the effort that they need to be doing. So mm. props to them. True story. So moving on and moving on, getting away from that, and saying, oh, hey, oh, this week, since there's not much in the way of the battle plan, we were going to talk mm. a little bit about someone we skipped over Last week, because mm-hmm. there was just so frickin' much. And that's yeah. Beatrix. You, know, you, being the little snazzy pajazzo you are, got a little snick you know. And we get to see a little nice picture of you know what her abilities look like. And, mm-hmm. and of course, what her uh, skill set is and all that other good stuff. So I say let's have all a right. little chit-chat. All right. I'm just going to break it down like we do for the, uh, the very intro of our character deep dives. Because we've got the whole write-up here. And again, this is the this is just what they showed off in the stream, so whatever build they're going off of, I'm sure any of this stuff could change. But Beatrix is listed as a generate supporter. She's listed as a sniper, a controller, and advanced. The little write-up about her that we've got is, Beatrix is a scientist at Artificial Heart, and the battlefield is her laboratory. With her infectious injector, she can spread debilitating debuffs at range, while her allies act as carriers for contagions that enfeeble enemies they come in contact with. Nice little alliteration, like, all through that last bit. Debilitating debuffs, carriers for contagions, enfeebling enemies, I don't know, I, I, I thought it was really nice. Oh, yeah, no, it really gave a, a, a awesome theme to her, which mm. is that of poisoning the hell out of everyone and everything around her. I'm curious, Matt, because she's got the injector. Yep. She's a sniper. I didn't mm. expect that. I don't know why, but mm. I think we've talked about it before. I was thinking more along the lines of she'd shoot out some goop, and it would, like, bleh, over an area, whereas it looks more like this needle is going to have, like, its own compact kid a poison and she's going to shoot it like a dart more or less well see i remember like many many moons ago when they were first talking about what the 30th character is going to be and i remember them specifically saying she was going to be like a sniper character and 
you know, obviously in the shuffle of all the other characters actually coming out, that totally got lost. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. It was going to be a generate sniper. And I was thinking, well, that, that's about right because they don't have any kind of, you know, real long-range characters that way. So, yeah, like you said, we're, we were kind of thinking of it as a melee, you know, type of stab somebody, you know, or inject them somehow. But before we get too deep into that, I think we should get the canoe... Because none of this that we're saying is actually it, real. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We better, man. we better slide that canoe into the Speculation River. Take a little trip down to Conjecture Land. Let me do my row hey. motions. Come on, let's go That's on. That's right. Now. I'm, I'm, ro- I'm rowing under the desk here. All right, I see Woo. the island. All right. Sploosh. Watch Sploosh. Oh, it's the gulls of Conjecture Land. Oh, what a beautiful palm tree we're under. God. All right. I think we can talk again, Matt. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was thinking about this a lot as we were prepping for the show, and I, I was picturing it two ways. And one you totally just sparked me on is, you know, she's got the giant syringe arm. Maybe she shoots out, like, little micro darts, like you were saying, you know, to either poison or, you know, inject or just do straight damage to enemies. What I was thinking of is she's got this giant repository. Maybe she can shoot out, like, little drips and drops from it maybe she's got a meter like ombra's heat meter maybe she starts off with a full you know full syringe and each sniper shot which i I was picturing as something like you know kind of like isaac's energy blast Mm -hmm. like a little pew pew like a little red thing that would poison on contact maybe and then like each one of those little shots would drain you know just a touch out of her giant syringe but she could also have an ability where you know, she just dumps the canister all along the ground, maybe in like a big wave or just like a big oval, you know, to, you know, spread across a lane or something. And then that would, you know, drain that meter really quick. I don't know how you'd really fill it back up. Maybe just because if you attacked like a minion, they're all robots. So how would you get poison out of a robot if you attacked players? But that'd be really specific. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The more I think about it, I think you might be right in the like gel capsule form kind of deal, like drips. Yeah. Because it states that you could have the allies act as carriers for your, you know, your your poison. And mm-hmm. so obviously it was a needle that kind of wouldn't make too much sense that you're stabbing your own allies. Hey, you know, that's not out of the realm of Battleborn, I know. So I'm thinking you might be right. Like it's a drip and if you shoot an ally with it instead of of course the enemy, it just puts like an aurora around them. And then when they get into a range of minions and or uh, enemy battleborn, then it just pops. And then, boom, the poison spreads over to them and anybody else within the vicinity. I'm sure there's kind of up to three, up to one, up to two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'd imagine it can't be everything because that would be kind of OP if it's like, hey. If, just just spreading all around the whole battlefield. Yeah. Every minions, poison, everyone, yeah. But, I mean, that, that just makes her really awesome because she's a ranged mm-hmm. character. But then she can give the poison to a melee, obviously. And he goes running in and just bleh, pretty cool. Now, here, here's something else I was thinking about. You know, we're kind of talking about the, you know, her syringe being like her main attack, like shooting out drips and stuff. We haven't really thought about abilities per se. And we've got like three little icons here. One looks like a dude surrounded by red. It's like a, it's a, you know, a figure surrounded by red. One is like some green, green swirly bits. And then the other, which I'm thinking is her alt, is like a big, like purple bacteria thing. So what I'm picturing, and just, you know, 
just let, let me run with it here, is maybe her actual attack, maybe she's got like a long-range pistol or something, like in... Uh, Oh, what was that game? Rage. You had like the scope and the pistol. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's got like a couple shot pistol as her actual attack, but her abilities would be like she can shoot, you know, a dart or a drip at an enemy and poison them kind of like kind of like Miko's base attack does. Would do initial damage and poison over time. Maybe that would be that red ability. Maybe the green one is you would run up and use your the needle on your syringe arm to inject an ally have them carry the poison in like a uh, like a Pendle's miasma over to do, you know, poison damage to your targets. And then maybe that big purple bacteria-looking thing is where she just dumps the whole syringe all over the ground, shuts down a lane with poison, damage, slow, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, That's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering, though, you know, my screen's a little small here, but to me, that red one looks like almost a cross. Like a healing cross, you know, like a health a health cross. It's got two legs on the bottom, though. Okay, my screen's not showing that, so I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, that looks like a cross to me, more like a health cross. Yeah, I, I can see kind of up at the top. I've got it like super zoomed in about as far as I can get it on my screen. Okay, gotcha. But. Well, then that would make more sense. But I would think almost you should flip those around because that third mm-hmm. one with the purple, that's a parasite. So that one looks more like the yeah, ability true, true. in which you'd put on your ally, and then they'd go run up into the enemy territory and start spreading it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas that green one, to me, looks more of just like a huge AOE cloud of you know poison. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that, too. I think you're on the right track, but I think I'd switch mm-hmm. those, two, those second two around. And that first one, ah, I want to say you're right, because I think she's going to have to have some kind of secondary weapon. Just because mm-hmm. that injector can't just be an actual pistol, it'd kind of just be ridiculous. If I should say ridiculous, it might end up being cool, but it would be like having a water gun fight with your buddies. Yeah, like, trying to shoot this liquid at you across this all big over the place. Field. There's got to be some yeah. sort of actual regular firearm or weapon of some kind that she's utilizing mm-hmm. to do some solid regular damage. I mean, they've yeah. done that pretty much for every single character to date. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't see them making an exception here. Well, I know the, the fourth one is, it looks like it's just the needle with a drip coming out of it. And then the other two I can't really make heads or tails out of. Like, one looks like she's got wings, one looks like she's pointing, and then there's like, I can't really tell. Those two don't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Plus it's blurry because it's just a screenshot anyway. Yeah, but those are going to be her regular attacks, aren't they? Should be like a passive, an attack, and maybe either a secondary attack or one of the, the talent abilities. Mm-hmm. Those other two look like she's almost like she's using her body as a weapon, Mm -hmm. which would be completely no way because she's a sniper. It would make no sense if she's a melee character and a sniper. Well, I I was thinking about that when we were talking about weapons, and I'm like, well, maybe she just has like a sword, but the sniper part of it is she has the ability to shoot the, the disease or whatever across the battlefield or latch it onto somebody who's going to run across. So she would do a lot of stuff... At long range, but that wouldn't be her primary attack and damage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know it'd be cool if she had uh, more along the lines of Rendane's melee capabilities, where he's using mm-hmm. those fans he has and he's kind of arching out. So he's he's not necessarily melee. He's kind of a mid range mm-hmm. character almost. And and his stuff pushes you back, mm-hmm. which would let her throw more goop out at you further away. More goop, more poisons, etc. I think that would be the way to go. 
Plus, mm-hmm. since they don't have Randane as a playable character, this allows you to whoop throw in some of that similar. Yeah, get yourself a little bit of Randane action. Get a little generate action going there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Because I've always yeah. said from the word go, I wish they'd resurrect undead Rendane or something mm-hmm. and bring him on in because, oh, what a cool character. That would definitely be cool. And then you could have him, you know, be normal. I'm using quote fingers. You could have him have normal abilities. Like, oh, he's not super-powered anymore because we had to resurrect him and bring him back, and so he lost all his advanced, you know, whatever, this or that or the other thing. And obviously, you know, Sniper, we've already talked a bit about, where she's going to be shooting those out at range, trying to poison everybody and poison, uh, and then, of course, attach it to the allies. And then they got her as a controller, and we're assuming that that's going to be the portion where she's laying down, and why we keep talking about it and thinking that's the case. Mm-hmm. She's going to be laying down those gobs of poison to shut lanes down, etc. Because that's mm-hmm. generally, you know, what controllers do. Obviously, shut yeah. lanes down or control a point. So it's either a she's shooting out these gobs and stopping lanes, or like you said, does a dump at her feet. And then, you know, boom, on like capture the flag, boom, all of a sudden nobody's coming into Alpha until that's gone. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But what would be curious is will she take damage? Like, so say it is a dump, will she take mm-hmm. damage from her own stuff? Or does she also have to leave? And then it's kind of just a, you know, if you control it, obviously you're fine. But if you don't, now it's just like a no man's land of poison and doom. Well, how about this? How about if you put the dump down... And, you know, it's talking about allies acting as carriers for the contagions. How about this, brainstorm, if you just dump it down and either it will stay down as poison, slow, you know, whatever you want it to be. But if your allies run into it, they will basically, like, suck it up and become the carrier for it. So if you got, like, if you dump it down at your feet, you run out, but Boulder runs in, and then he runs in and engages on everybody else... He, you know, the longer he stays in it, like two seconds or whatever, it'll come up and be like a miasma around him instead of being on the ground. Then he can rush in and be pushing people back because nobody wants to stand around him and get all gooped up. Well, nobody wants to goop, you know. However, it does state that she's going to be able to spread debilitating debuffs at range. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it kind of veers away from it being at her feet. It makes it sound more like it's going to be a, you know, a big dump. Across the battlefield, basically. But it could still be that one dart ability to specifically poison or slow, and then another one be the big dump. Mm -hmm. And again, this is all total brainstorm. We don't know anything. So beyond that, advanced character, you know, so it's supposed to be hard to play, but Mm. I found that those don't mean too much to me. I feel like if you just pull up the character, play with the character a little bit, do some Mm. practicing... Uh, you can be good with anybody. It's all about just their play style and their abilities is how it comes down to what you're good or not good with. You know, and speaking of getting some play time in, we were going to bring up the old dojo and the incursion tutorial a little bit too since they, uh, at a later date, the 13th, released a little more information on that. Mm-hmm. And for that, I think we can go ahead and leave Conjecture Land, Matt. I like it here, though. I do, too, because anything we say goes. I like ima- I like imagining what it could be. It do- yeah, it doesn't matter. Here it's a happy free place. But you know what? We're going to come back here, Matt, because Christmas oh, yeah. or the holiday season, whatever you prefer, is right around the corner. That's true. And I think we're just going to have some fun, because why the hell not? Before we leave Conjecture Land, Matt, what's going down? Well, see, 
since obviously we've got to work all through all the holidays and all through the New Year breaks, what we thought we'd do is record a special episode for you guys with us just purely in conjecture land, doing a year-end wrap-up, and then doing a conjecture land about the kind of stuff we think we'll see in the New Year. You know, so we also wanted to put the call out to you guys. Give us some feedback. What do you think is going to be happening with this game in the next year? What would you like to see? What do you think might happen? What in your wildest dreams could possibly happen? Just drop us a line, Facebook, Twitter, email, any of those usual methods. We'll, we'll compile all the responses. We'll read them on the show as we're you know throwing out our crazy ideas, too. So just hop on in. Join us in Conjecture Lane. Get your own canoe. Yeah, these palm trees are wonderful. The breeze, the shade... Uh, I'm thinking about getting a tiki bar out here. You guys are going to love it. Mm-hmm. I promise. I'm drinking out of a coconut with a straw right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Straw noises. So with that being said, however, I think we're going to hop back in those boats and we're going to row back on down to the real world and talk a little right. bit about the dojo and the incursion tutorial that are coming with the winter update. So we'll start with the incursion tutorial because... That is a real straightforward one. Um, personally, I don't find that one that interesting because I've already played mm-hmm. the game a ton and I know how to play Incursion. Um, I think it'll be nice for those, obviously, coming in new and fresh and hot. But mm-hmm. basically what it is, it's going to put you into a hologram that's run by Nova, of course, and it's going to have a simulated one-step phase of, like, we'll start with the Incursion tutorial because there's not much we haven't already specified and told you guys about with mm-hmm. that one. But uh, they basically went on to say that it's a, a mini incursion, duh, obviously. And the first time through, you got to play solo, and it's going to have a dumbed-down Oscar Mike, which is really nice. So you're not going to play with anybody who should be able to defeat you in any way, shape, or form. I mean, regular Oscar Mike's dumb enough, but a dumbed-down Oscar Mike, holy mackerels. Yeah, in, in, the, uh, in the stream, the, the little video they showed of it, basically in the stream, the little video they showed... Whoever it was that was playing was standing right in front of the Oscar Mike, and the Oscar Mike was turned to the side, like shooting at the minions or the sentry or whatever. So this is definitely a super easy mode, just learn the ropes, don't have to worry about getting killed kind of deal. Precisely, and they stated as soon as you go up to a buildable, Nova's going to stop and go, hey, this is a buildable, etc., etc., and so on and so forth with everything that's in Incursion. It's just a really easy way for you to hop in, learn about incursion without any stress or pressure. After you complete your first one, you'll be able to take up to three people in with you, you know, your friends and buddies, and start learning team strats. And boot, the best part on this is you might think, well, I don't want to go in there and waste my time. They are going to award a small amount of XP mm-hmm. every time you complete a tutorial. So it won't be a complete waste of your time helping out a friend learn how to play Battleborn, even though it shouldn't be a waste of your time anyway, because the more the merrier, as we always say. Exactly. I think they did specify, though, that you won't be able to do any kind of challenges. So no lore challenges, no uh, no in-game challenges when you're in this tutorial mode. Yeah, they did state that. So, sorry. Kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's fair. I mean... If you could just go in there and, I mean, hell, even I'd have them all if I could just go into a, a dojo or an incursion tutorial and do it. But moving on to the more interesting one is the dojo. And the dojo is purely a training room. You go in, it's 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 contoured sort of like a meltdown map. They're going to have enemies come out, and then they're going to go across the little map towards a grinder. If they get in the grinder, they get points. you got to stop them before they get there. So, boom, it's teaching you how to play meltdown. Surprise, surprise. Awesome. But it's got a nice little, you know, 
ledges, other things in there. So that way you can take any character in there and you can just learn how to use them. You can jump around if you're Benedict, learn how to control the flight mode, etc., etc. There will be no XP or anything rewarded mm. for that. So this is purely for training. Now the really cool part that I don't think they talked about no. last time was that in dojo mode, all Battleborn characters are unlocked, regardless of whether you have them or not. So if you're like, man, I kind of want Alani, but I don't know, go in the dojo, test her out. Holy crap, she is powerful. Boom, go buy her. I think that is awesome because it's the perfect example of play to pay. That That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I like that. But that was the that was the one thing I took from that that uh, was additional to what they've already talked about. I think that'll definitely be helpful for new players, especially, you know, in the new winter update they're going to unlock all the base characters. But like I've said before, when you start playing as characters, you understand how to counter them better when you face them in an actual versus match. So for someone like Howard who says he's never going to buy you know, anything additional with the game ever, ever, ever. He can at least go in, play as Alani, learn what she does, play as Pendles, learn what he does. Then if you face him in a multiplayer match, now you know what to expect. Especially for me, you know the tells. Like like I said with Galileo with a shield up. I never noticed that before until I played as Galileo. Oh, I'm going to do the shield throw. The shield comes up. Now I see a Galileo running around with her arm up in the air. I'm jumping and moon jumping out of the way. So being able to learn those kind of things before you need to know them in a multiplayer match will definitely help people out. And then just a side note, uh, the enemies in there, they will get uh, a tougher level as mm. you kill them. So you can be in there longer and longer and longer, and then obviously you're going to get your Helix abilities up, all the uh, your gear up that you're trying to test out, so you'll really be able to test your metal against these minion bots. So I think overall that'll be a really cool mode, as I already stated last week looking forward to that one because there's some characters you know that i just really don't want to go mess around with mm-hmm. live because of how sad i'm going to be when i'm getting yeah. curb stomped and i think the dojo would be that perfect place where you know hey eric you need to learn this guy or gal suck it up buttercup mm-hmm. well all right i'll go in the dojo and nobody can laugh at me or make me want to break my controller yeah. this is great so that is gonna, that's going to solve all my problems for the few characters i've sat aside and just stare at and cry tears Oh, I love you, Kelvin. Someday. Someday. <laughs> so, yeah, does that uh, whet you guys' appetite a little bit more? Let us know. Send us your feedback. Uh-oh, I said it. Time for the mailbag. You said it. Hey, brought it back. You know, got That's that right. little ditty. I like it. So this question comes to us from our buddy Jozo's at Jozo's on Twitter. He asks, in the pick ban draft mode, what characters will you consider banning regardless of the map slash mode? Ooh, I'll go. Yeah, you want go. me to go? You ready? Boulder, Ombra. Boom, done. Why, Eric? Why? Game, set, match. I don't even have to explain it. Everybody knows. Everybody agrees. Actually, funny story is I'm, you know, being stupid a little bit, but I did read today in the forums, coincidentally... Mm. Uh, Boulder actually is already banned in most nice. scrims because he's just too powerful. I mean, you put a healer with him, and he just yeah. cannot die. So it's just silly. He's not really balanced correctly for you know competitive, in my opinion. Obviously, somebody will say I'm stupid and they hate me, but that's fine. Well, you're stupid and I hate you because <laughs> if you face off with somebody who's got a stun like a Galilea, then you can kill him. You just stun him. Hey, then he can't do anything. You, you jump over his boulder dash, and you stun him, 
and then everybody piles on him, and he's dead. That's a very coordinated team, and it's possible. You're right. However, generally speaking, it's not what happens ever at all. I was going to say, in Scrubland, no, that doesn't ever happen. I'll, I'll agree with you. And Ambra is just too OP. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. You know, I try not to do it with everybody, but she just really is. She can go in. She can wreck shop as a DPS and then back off and heal herself. And I think that's just kind of ridiculous because I'll be playing Phoebe, and I'll go in and I'm busting, busting her mm-hmm. up real good, but she's also busting me up real good. And then, okay, well, that's fine. Fine. We'll go toe-to-toe. Oh, no, no, it's not toe-to-toe because all of a sudden, Wop, oh, look, I'm back at full health. Where's your health, Phoebe? Well, I can go ahead and phase gain. and I got my shield back. Oh, but you anticipated that, and you'd already got your little trickery on me. Zippity-zappity-boo. And my phase stupid shield doesn't come back because obviously I'm taking damage, and then I'm dead. Meanwhile, what little health I had already had still on you is completely healed because of your wonderful sunspots, etc. It's ridiculous. I don't think as a healer she should be able to go toe-to-toe DPS and have also the healing capability that she does. I think this is another another aspect of Scrubville. I'll grant you, we've been in matches with Ombres that just decimate us, like nobody's business. But it's usually because their whole minion wave's there, half their team is there, our team is nowhere to be found. It's you and me and Ombra, and then they've got their Boulder or Montana or Whiskey Foxtrot backing them up. And we try and go ham on her, and everyone else is bouncing us around. The minions are in there, and we get we get too bloodthirsty. So I, I don't think one-on-one in just that open lane with no, with nobody else touching you, I think, I think you're still taking her out. But I think it's just the quicksand of haggardness that we're mired in that makes her seem way more overpowered than she actually is. <laughs> you may be right, but you know what? I'm drowning in that quicksand. I was going to say, you're going under either way. So, so I'm going to throw out whatever rope I can. <laughs> I don't care where that rope goes. <laughs> if it can get me out, I'm getting out. So that'd be my picks. That'd be my two. Ombra and Boulder, I think, are the two that come immediately to my head. I just don't feel like I'm capable of getting rid of without some kind of coordinated team or help at all times. It's really hard to say that there would be someone I would ban outright in any mode because the only the only one that really came to mind when we first got the question was maybe Pendles because Pendles is really annoying. He's not really so much like take over the game, destructive, but he's always just damn annoying. He's either killing my turrets, killing my buildables, or he's just, you know, if he's good, he's picking me off as I'm trying to run back to base. But at the same time, in capture and in face-off, I love playing Pendles. So I don't want to ban him because I want to pick him. But I would say Pendles would probably be my first one. My second one, I think, would have to be, even though I don't think she's super overpowered, would probably be Galilea, just because she can do so much stuff that just having her out of the equation, I'd rather face off against like a Wrath, where he's he can do crazy damage, and he can knock you up and silence you, but that's, I mean, at once, he can knock you up and silence you, but that's really all he's got going for him versus, you know, he can shield throw, stun you, he can pull you away, he can poison you, you know, he can, oh, just put, he can just put up... He went, Galilea is a woman. No, I'm saying... You're trying to say that Galilea is a man, and she has breasts. What I'm trying to say is... So unless it's a he, she, which transgender, that's perfectly fine, Matt. We're not discriminating here. 
And she does have like a what black purple face, so you know I don't know. What I, well, what I was trying to say is Wrath can only do one thing instead of him being able to do this, do this, do that, do this. All right, I'll just redo it. <laughs> I'd rather face off. I'd rather face off against a Wrath because the worst he can do is do a lot of damage, knock you up and silence you all at once. That's really all about he's got going for him. Versus Galilea, who can stun you. She can pull you off of a point with her with her suction. She can poison you. She can throw up a shield and take no damage for a good amount of time. It's just, I mean, I don't have a ton of problems when I face a Galilea, but she's so versatile that she can be really frustrating, especially in a mode like Capture. Oh, really? I really want to get this Galilea off the point. I can't. She's doing too much stuff. You know, I want to get her away from this Varelsi camp and face off or get her away from, you know, the turn-in spot. I can't. Now I'm stunned. Now everyone's jumping on me. Now I'm dead. Blah, 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 blah. I think those two would be my picks, not because they in themselves are too overpowered, but they just would be too annoying to deal with. Well, I think overall it comes to, like you said, I don't think I'd get rid of anybody because, you know, as you pointed out with my picks, if you're coordinated, if you're figuring things out, you can overcome the situation. You just have to pick different characters and make sure you're mindful of what they're able to do. And especially because we're talking about draft mode, you'll be able to see everybody's picks. So if you see someone pick a boulder, you're going to pick some stuns, you're going to pick some slows, some poisons, some debilitating stuff. Heck yeah. If you guys have any questions for us, as always, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. You can find us on Twitter. We're thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. And you can find us on Facebook under thirdshift. As always, we love and thank each and every one of you for listening to this wonderful podcast each and every week. And if this is your first week, we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you come back. We're going to keep on making this sucker every week. And we want to thank Joe Harrington this week. He went ahead and hooked us up on the old Patreon, which we got set up. And we we give a big shout-out to you. And, of course, a continued shout-out to those who have supported us and continue to support us in the past. Uh, it's you know just a tip jar as I say every week no big deal we're still bringing this wonderful thing to you each and every week this show drops every Friday so we'll see you guys again on the 23rd for our magical Christmas episode you can find the show on oh, yeah. iTunes on Stitcher on Podomatic we're on YouTube we're on Google Play Music we're all over the place so if you like what we do please give us a like a favorite a subscription or a rating on any one of those services because we really appreciate that yeah, and like I said last week, Matt, iTunes is super important, and you have to rate us with five stars on that one, because then we'll go to the top, and we'll be amazing. Number one podcast <laughs> in the world. Off to the moon. That's right. That's right. There we go. Oh. <laughs> I will do it oh, every man. week. I love it. All right. Well, hey, it's been great. We hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry about the nasally voice. Hopefully next week I'll be better and the world will go back to normal. It's open. With yeah, shut up. <laughs> With that, don't forget, don't to, forget save. to save. <laughs> <laughs>